Yes. Hello and welcome. That's right. Ben Pack is here. I'm Jeff Gerstmann. What's up? It's time for EDC 2018 planning chat. Yeah. We're here to plan out the next festival, get everything all lined up. How many people do we want to like have die this year? Uh, Can we set up? Probably some... a, like under a dozen. Uh, the agenda that I'm bringing to the table is I think it's about time we add a letter to Plur. I, I think I think we're all down with peace, love, unity, and respect. Yeah, I mean, well, um, maybe that should be up for debate too. Like, uh, are we still down with respect or <laughs> respect is, might be out in 2018? Yeah. So what if we just replace that? Here's my blood, blood, blood peace, love. Unity Doritos. We get corporate sponsorships okay. in here. Yeah. And that way we open it up to a new market. Yeah. No, Doritos, they have that crunch. The the Rave Kids love that shit. Rave Kids go crazy for the crunch. That's right. They're crunch crazy. So if we can get them on board with this, yeah, and totally. We'll get Doritos on board. That's not an issue. Maybe we could do like a Taco Bell tie-in where we're at it. I don't know, like how, you know, we could have like an activation. Doritos uh, Locos Candy? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like powdered. Like rib. Doritos powdered glow sticks. Uh, like, like one out of every 10 glow sticks we're handing out. When you crack it, it's going to bust open and in your face is going to fly. A flavor explosion. A, a flavor explosion of glowing Doritos dust. <laughs> uh, I love this plan. Yeah. It's uh, about time EDC went corporate. Yeah. That's the thing it hasn't. De- it definitely <laughs> has not done. No. It's very. It's all. It's about the music. It de- it's definitely like grassroots, uh, low key affair. Yeah, not a, a barely a business. Also, don't tell anyone this, but I'm gonna bring drugs to EDC. What? I think the D stands for Doritos. I don't know what you think this is, but I I just think that maybe the music might become tolerable if I was under an incredible amount of opiate. Opium, excuse me. Opium, opiate, opiums. Opium. Yeah, like I'm thinking about like four opiums. We just hook up a den and pass around a, like a hookah pipe. Yeah, we'll just smoke some pills. Just... Are you a cop? I have to ask at this Cops point. Cops can't wear beanies. That's okay. Yeah, no, that that's pretty much uh, a defined uh, characteristic of a cop. <laughs> no beanie. No. Pretty much right out of the right out of the gate. We're here. Uh, this is the after show for the Giant Bombcast, uh, where Ben and I kick it and take your calls. Kicking it, yeah, back just, like the new old school. Just, yeah, we're just kick, just kicking it, just straight up kicking it. Uh, and yeah, so the instructions on how to get a hold of us uh, via Discord are in the chat right now. If you're here with us live, uh, if you're not with us live, uh, join us sometime if you got time during the day after the podcast gets recorded. Jump on premium members. Hop on in to chat. Yeah. Come on by. Yeah. Say something. Uh, we've got uh, a way. You can also use the ask a question button at the top, and that's a way for you to send us text-based questions. Or, yeah, uh, hit us up on Discord. Ben's uh, got some Discord questions uh, that he can line up, and I've got some text questions uh, that, that I can uh, line up here. And I had a quick question for you. Is it about my Zelda bracket? Um. Some- tired of answering those not really no i well look no one's ever gonna 100 percent agree no with someone else's bracket sure i respect your willingness willingness to, to be so brave 
and uh, the the bravery involved in pushing spirit tracks as far forward as it was. I really like spirit tracks. That's bold. Phantom Choo Choo. I I don't. I don't dislike Spirit Tracks as much as a lot of other people seem to dislike Spirit Tracks. Sure. There was some late game stuff where I was done with that goddamn train for sure, but that game's all right. Mm-hmm. Game's not bad. What's your real question? Japanese peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> you remembered. Uh, I okay. I, my understanding. I've been social media is right. a buzz. <laughs> The kids can't get enough of it. Yeah, they they say that you've got some things to say about Japanese peanuts. Can you set this up for me? I've had a Japanese peanut, but if you ask me to describe them, I would have a hard time describing them. Yeah. So can we, can we establish a baseline here? What is a Japanese peanut? Imagine an M M&M and M. Okay. And then make it longer. So okay. Okay. Yeah, now I'm, all right, I'm in. Take that candy shell that we all know and love from an M M&M, and M, right? Yeah. Well, a lot of. I'll I'll back up even a little bit. A lot of people like to ignore the fact that M and M's have a candy shell. It's not all chocolate. It is you not get all chocolate. Two flavors with an M and M is severely shell. underrated candy. Um, I like peanut M and M's. It's like a third flavor because you get peanuts in the middle there. Here we go. Take a peanut M and M. Okay. Uh, but take out the chocolate. Okay. I mean, I like peanuts, so that's yeah. still all right. A candied peanut. Would so be you, okay. you get like a really you get a candy coated long nut, and yeah. I like a long nut. It's crunchy, uh, but on the inside, there's a peanut. You don't have to worry about cracking them. You don't have to worry about... You can. You know what you can do? You take a little popcorn, you throw some some uh, Japanese peanuts in there, Okay. and you eat it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, oh, okay. I, 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 I should have finished where I was going with that. You, yeah. you eat them. Then. Okay, right. Um, Got it. Uh, and then it gets really good. That sounds like a good mix. I like being on the boards because I can mute myself and eat popcorn. Mm-hmm. See, I'm over here. I'm I'm a noisy. I have to be a noisy popcorn eater and that sort of stuff. So okay, but then that all sounds great. What's the issue with Japanese peanuts? Why are these? Why is everyone talking about Japanese peanuts? I was I I mean when I originally talked about ranting about Japanese, pe- it was going to be a pro Japanese peanut, anti regular peanut. Like, we need to wow. abolish peanuts and just replace them all with Japanese peanuts because I don't want to have to shell my food. I uh-huh. don't... It, peanuts aren't even a nut. Sometimes you get those gross black ones. You know how they have, like, the gross black spots? You're like, I can't eat this. This is, gonna, this is gross and black. And a peanut? And, like a, a black peanut? No, like, a, like a, the, the spots... On the shell? Yeah. Okay, yes. Which means the inside's obviously contaminated. I'm not a doctor, but... I mean, I'm a person who, like, the minute you bruise up a banana, I'm probably throwing it out. So I'm with you on this peanut thing. Yeah. In spirit. So I I had something prepared. Um, It was a little hard on the peanut industry. I got a a letter from uh, Jimmy Carter. He asked me to tone it down a little bit. Uh I gave him a preview copy because I'd send out all my stuff to all living presidents just so they can kind of read it over. I feel like they're... Some of the most powerful people in the world, they kind of give me some good feedback. He did not like it. Uh, Bush Sr., big fan. Of okay, it. yeah. But, I mean, it seems, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't think the world's ready. I'm, cook, I'm cooking up something mm-hmm. to say about peanuts once and for all. I'm finally going to put them in their place. Okay, all right. We'll check back in with you and see how the peanut progress is progressing uh, and, and see how it goes. Uh, I think I might be pro-Japanese peanut, but also I'm pro-peanut. I just like peanuts. I'm not picky about it. I like honey roasted peanuts. I like dry roasted peanuts. 
You got them salty. You got them raw. You know, like you went to some store and it's like, give me the raw peanuts that I can use for whatever raw shit I'm doing. I'm probably still there. I went to a store that you, they had a big vat of peanuts and you just turned it and then peanut butter came out. What? Yeah. It was just like, it was like a coffee grinder, except there were peanuts and you turn it and like a, a goopy goop came out and I was like, this can't be just, apparently peanut butter is just peanuts ground up. There's liquid in there. There's wetness in the peanuts. What? I know. That's not right. I I don't know how it works either. Uh, I've got some questions here that I'm gonna start looking through here, and we'll see see how that stuff goes here. Uh, do you? Uh, the pull quotes asks, "Do you think we'll get a street racing game anytime soon?" I honestly, I feel like racing games are in such a weird spot. Um, you know, it it really seems like at best EA's driving games are on a two year cycle right now, but. Honestly, I wonder if they're going to take a longer look at where things are at after the last Need for Speed, or if they're just going to dive right back into another one of those. If the you you want to believe that the release of Burnout Paradise means that they might be open to doing a Burnout game and and you know kind of getting away from some of the stuff they've been doing, but I I just don't know. I don't know how well that last Need for Speed game sold. If that's something that would be a factor in this, but from my perspective, it sure seems like they need to get away from Need for Speed for uh, some chunk of time. And then you've got the crew and all the other stuff. I just don't think street racing is a really um, big priority right now, at least in, in, in that kind of format where you would dedicate a whole game to it. Open world racing, you know, we'll probably get a Forza Horizon this year, right? Uh, the crew, oh, that'd be, the yeah. crew two is, is, is probably, it, it, the crew two is due later this year. That is, that is kind of a, <clears throat> there's, there are streets in that game. But if you're looking for like something that tonally identifies as like an underground street racing game, no, I, I that I think that those days are 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 largely done in terms of like marketing games solely on on that type of stuff. Hmm. Let's see here. Do, 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 do. Dose Dylan asks, would you rather be stuck in the Resident Evil universe or the Silent Hill universe? Uh, hmm. um, I mean, I haven't played Silent Hill, but I'd, I'd go with Resident Evil just based on gut because it seems a little less like horror-y. Like the, the yeah, set pieces, yeah. like pyramid heads, skinning people a lot. Like there's yeah. there's certainly scary stuff in Resident Evil, but overall it's just like, oh, look out, don't get eaten by zombies. Yeah, zombies are bad. I, you know, that's my bold take. <laughs> zombies are bad. I think they're just misunderstood. But also, is the rest of the world outside of Silent Hill fine? Because just don't go to Silent Hill. And it's just like regular, right? Yeah, just leave the fog. But don't turn on your high beams when you drive through because it reflects back. Oh, it reflects on you. back. You definitely, you definitely don't want to do that. That's uh, that's not gonna, that's not gonna help you out. Um, let's see. Uh, Amor seven one four says, "Have you played Vostok Inc? I feel it could be up your alley, being part twin stick shooter and part clicker. Yeah, the problem is it's not great at either one of those things. It's like a pretty mediocre yeah, shooter. Yeah, I remember you. And the clicker is, is not." done especially well either um there it has some neat ideas that i I just think the execution is not uh not that fun um 
Damu says, has there, asks, has there ever been good social media integration in games? What are the best examples you've seen? Um, hmm. I think some of the, 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 it was annoying in a way, but the way that the Splatoon 2 stuff had to get shared out to Twitter to get pulled back into the game led to a lot of the dumb drawings being featured online in a way that was all right. Um, I can't think of like a Mortal Kombat game. That, I can't think of any at all. Well, there was a while there that were like games or different things would like tweet out like it was like status and updates. Like I just liberated my fifth thing right. in hashtag video game. I mean, uh, I like I like the integration of Twitter to I can send out a screenshot. So I guess like the PS4 the is, my, is my is yeah. my having that. I, I'm surprised by how often I'm finding myself using the share button, even if I don't publish stuff. I never use it at all because it's just a hassle to get off the console. So I just pull up, pick up my phone and take a picture of the screen because usually I'm, I don't need a high quality version of that image. It's just something dumb that I saw. So, uh, I think I prefer that aesthetic anyway. Um, you have a, uh, you have a call. We do. We have a caller on the line. Hello caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, my name is uh, Patrick. I'm calling from Los Angeles. Hi Patrick. What's on your mind? Yeah, no, I just uh, brought up something. Uh, I was thinking about this uh, earlier today while I was uh, waiting for my uh, landlord to come mm-hmm. get the rent. Uh, oh, okay, get the pizza, rent. Got pizza, it. pizza burrito. So it'd be like a burrito, uh, and then you'd have like the pizza toppings. You know, your pepperoni, cheese, maybe sauce, and then uh, and then you put rice in there too. See, this is you a little behind the scenes. That's kind of how he pitched the call there. Yeah, I've got a problem with the rice in a pizza burrito. Yeah, I, I don't know that I need the rice there, honestly. Like, I don't know necessarily think that that would be bad, but you if you had, like, pepperoni and stuff, you'd get some greasy-ass rice. Yeah. Mm. I feel like you... I, I, go ahead. No, you go, you go. Oh, I was... Okay, fine. I was going to say that I think you need, like, a starch or something. The crust I don't know, like, would kind of serve that. What if for, you just put... Instead of having any sort of crust, traditionally, you have your burrito wrap or your... Tort- I guess you'd call it a tortilla. Sure. Um, you put in, like, a garlic breadstick. A very soft oh, breadstick to just kind of line inside the burrito. Oh damn! That yeah, that'd be work. really good. What if you yeah. just? What if you just took a pizza, rolled it up, and then like trapped it in a tortilla to I, keep it rolled up? You know, like you need something to kind of keep it bundled up and keep it from bursting loose. How do you keep the form though? Uh, the the tortilla is stiff enough to and, and wrapped tightly enough to keep it in there. Oh, that's so much bread, dude. That's so much bread. That's a lot of bread. Well, it's just a tortilla. I mean, it's thin. It's a thin layer. You know, maybe you get a, like a thinner crust pizza to compensate, so it's still kind of an average length. And then it's just okay. kind of rolled up pizza. Oh, maybe like one of those crackery pizzas, kind of like those like uh, I think it's like St. Louis style, where it's like super thin, like a thin crust. Yeah, there's like the thin crust. Uh, the thin crust Domino's is really super crackery thin in a way that you would probably have to crunch it up and then roll oh, it up man. into a burrito. So maybe yeah, you get a you get a thin crust pizza, you smash the shit out of it. You get oh. one of those hammers with the spikes on it that people use for like fish or what tenderizer. Like a meat tenderizer. Yeah, you tenderize that pizza, crack it all up. And then you just roll that up in a tortilla and 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 go. You can call it Smashies, and then uh, you have a franchise, baby. Yeah, yeah. you just get. Ooh, that's it. That's the. <clears throat> that's what we're getting out of this. You don't just have a pizza burrito. Smashies will smash any kind of food and put it up in a burrito. Yeah, ramen. Uh, yeah, uh, ramen omelets. 
Okay. Uh, what's egg foo yun? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I. I mean, orange. Uh, Panda Express offers burritos now, so... Do they fucking really? really? Like an orange chicken burrito in select locations. Fucking shit, man. Yeah. That's... <laughs> we, oh, we, man. I feel like we've kind of given up at this point, if that's happening. Yeah, that, that was honestly, like, <laughs> I... This was, like, a little bit before the wrap craze was happening, and, and everyone was putting everything in a tortilla, but, like, we would get Chinese food, and I would sit there with my roommate and be like, we, we should open a Chinese burrito, like a Chinese food burrito place. We'll just get Chinese food. It's just like, it's a Chinese food place, but then they just throw it in a tortilla and done. And that was the extent of the idea. Uh, and it turns out I was right. I also had the idea yeah. for cereal, cereal bars before there were those. God. I mean, so did Kramer. Fuck him. Fuck Kramer. That's right. I agree. All right, Fuck here Kramer. we go. Panda Express burrito includes... Oh, God. This, it's like... Oh, uh, ew, ew. Oh, oh God. Gross. Uh, here, here's my here, here's my horrible pred- prediction. Please, uh, Burger King is going to have a chicken finger burrito, like chicken fry burrito. Yeah, that makes sense. That'll happen in two years. Yeah, yeah, that that seems logical. All right, thanks for your call, caller. That's a that's a nightmare scenario. You open the door. Tell me about this burrito. All right, so you choose between orange chicken, honey walnut shrimp, Beijing beast, and kung pao chicken as your base. And then you add either... I'm sorry, hang on. Did you say Beijing Beast? It's Beijing Beef, beef right? Okay, yes. all right, great. Oh, uh, they, they should changed, call it Beijing Beast. If they had changed the name of Beijing Beef to Beijing Beijing Beast. Well, if if things kind of keep heading down this downward spiral, then we're due for a food that they can't legally call beef, and instead we'll call Beijing yeah, Beast. Okay, yeah, Um. So you combine that with either string beans, broccoli, or grilled vegetables. What if I just want none of those? Well, then you just double down on... Beijing Beast. Um, and then you can add one of six sauces, papaya salad, pickled cukes, and all the crunchies, fried wontons, fried shallots, and peanuts. No, I want... The possibilities are honestly endless. That's not true at all. Thrillist. What? Fucking Thrillist. No. <laughs> You're taking a stance on anti... Anti-Thrillist, yes. <laughs> Anti-orange chicken burrito? No, because I don't, I don't want all that extra shit in it. You orange just want chicken, like chow mein and orange chicken in a burrito? I was going to say orange chicken, steamed rice. Okay. Done. I'll go with chow mein just because I yeah, like... Yeah, chow mein is yeah. great too. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, a, maybe an additional sauce like on top, just kind of like a little... I would want a little bit of the extra orange chicken sauce. Sure. I don't, I don't, Even or, that sir. A little bit of soy sauce, you know, maybe something yeah. like that. But, you know, like it is what it is. Don't... You don't layer like cukes. No. No. They call them cukes. They call them. That's not you. That's, that's not, not me. Is, I just want that, that on the record. Realist calling them that? Yes. Or okay. I wonder. Hmm. Uh, Sweet JP asks if we have any thoughts on Onrush, which that's the uh, racing game from Codemasters. That's uh. Codemasters Racing Team, I guess, published by Deep Silver. I guess that's out pretty soon. That's out in June. Um, when I heard that it was a lot of the team behind MotorStorm, I kind of lost interest as someone who did not ever like any of the MotorStorm games. I've never played them. I just, they were not my thing. Did not enjoy the handling or racing, the, all that all that sort of stuff. Uh, do you have another call over there? I do, all indeed. Right. Let's hear it. 
Caller, hello. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know what that means. I hang up and they say, oh, sorry, I made a mistake. Or I say, oh, sorry, I made a mistake. But I doubt it's that one because we just had a good caller. Yeah. Uh, Venom Snake 6 says, isn't the Forza Horizon studio also reviving Fable? Yeah, it sounds like they've grown into a multi-team studio. Uh, it sounded like they were hiring up quite a bit, so. Um, someone here saying that cashews are not actually nuts, which I don't, I think that's a lie. Pretty sure that's a lie. Just going to say that's a lie. A lot of people weighing in on this whole pizza and burrito thing by saying they're all just kind of the same thing. All food is all kind of the same thing. Ultimately, it's just presentation at that point. Frankie Beans says, can you please talk about SOCOM more so maybe somebody in a position to make it happen hears it and makes it happen? Uh, here's the thing. They probably shouldn't make a new SOCOM game. Like, it's... it's. Uh, I just... I kind of think that ship has sailed for that style of multiplayer. The thing, The thing you liked about SOCOM was that it was on a platform where nothing else like it existed and control schemes were what they were and a lot of that sort of stuff was, I feel like, very much of its time, which is, I feel like, part of the reason why the later SOCOM games didn't, like, you know, post-SOCOM 2, I feel like things kind of fell off and, uh, you know, there were just more and more multiplayer shooters filtering their way onto consoles uh, through the PS3 and PS4 and stuff like that in a way where I feel like SOCOM just kind of got outclassed. Um, as much as I love SOCOM and SOCOM 2, uh, those were fantastic games. Uh, I just don't really think that that's going to be a thing that enough people are looking for these days. So I kind of understand both why people are very nostalgic about it because they were fucking great games. Um, but also, you know, is that H hour thing where they were trying to like revive the SOCOM vibe on PC and that, you know, maybe that's still an early access. I don't know, but I feel like last time I looked at it, it was not at all a thing that I would want to play as a person who probably puts two or 300 hours into SOCOM two. Uh, my understanding is you have a call. That's a lot of SOCOM. Yeah. But uh, let's see how much SOCOM. Oh. Oh. Hello. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Thank you. Oh, we heard you. I heard. We, we heard we you heard for a you. moment. Hello. Hello. Hey. My apologies. I'm not good at this. So um, Jeff from Colorado. Hey, Jeff. What's on your mind? Um, you know, Nintendo's had a really decent year since the launch of the Switch. A lot of big name franchises, a lot of indies coming out. Um, they made some announcements at the last couple Nintendo directs, but do you really expect anything as far as coming up at? Coming up at E3? Uh, hmm. Yeah. Uh, thanks for your call. Uh, thanks. Yeah. I, I think that they are definitely in a position to announce one or two more things. Um, but you know they, they they may be playing they they may be at this point now where they're only talking about games that are coming out this year, which is sometimes companies get into that routine, like hey we've got more in the pipeline, but we're really only talking about Smash Brothers and Metroid because those are out this year. Yeah, Smash and Metroid. They'll probably talk, may, not probably, but they might talk about Pokemon a little bit. 
Sure. Um, yeah. That's it's been a while since they've announced it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would be nice if they had something to show for that. They've got that new Splatoon stuff coming out. Right. I wonder if that'll be out by then. I don't remember when that actually is coming. Um, but yeah, I, even with everything they've announced so far, maybe Pokemon fills in the gap actually, but I I was thinking like, I feel like there's room for like one to two more things. Um, big, 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 big things. I just don't know what they would even be at this point. Uh, but maybe that's that. I think part of that is driven by, me not really caring about most of the stuff they have announced right now. Uh, like, I I don't really care about a Metroid Prime at this point. Like, I, I kind of never did. Uh, I, I just never liked Metroid Prime. Um, and Smash Brothers, like, kind of the same way. So it might just be that case where, like, the stuff they've announced, are pe- some people are very excited about it, but I'm just looking at it and going, like, okay, what else you got? Because I don't really care about those. Um, so personally, I, I would love to see one or two more things, um, out of them to kind of fill in some more of those gaps, whether it's something new or, or, you know, some kind of some existing IP stuff. I, I don't know, but, uh, but yeah, personally, I would really like to see a little bit more out of them. Uh, Red Horse Spirit says, as far as I can tell, there's no damage stat decrease when you equip a silencer in Far Cry 5. What's up with that? Am I wrong? Yeah, you're right. It doesn't seem like any, you know, and also the silencer doesn't seem to work very well because the AI still reacts as soon as you kill somebody with a gun, but they don't react when you do a melee kill. Like the AI is very bizarre in that game anyway. So yeah, silencers not as useful as they should be, but also they don't get the the penalty that they often get in a lot of games to like range and, and damage and that sort of stuff. So that's okay. You can put silencers on shotguns in that game, which most games don't let you do that. It's ridiculous. You got a caller over there? I do. Let's hear it. Let's hear it indeed. Caller, what's your name? Where you at? Hi. Hey, what's up, Jeff? This is Al from Gig Harbor, Washington. How you doing? Hey, Al. I'm doing pretty good. What's on your mind? Excellent. Well, uh, I have a question that I think I've been forming for a little while. It, it all crystallized recently when I was watching iRobot. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, you know, as one does. Sure, and it happens. And uh, and uh, I was I was thinking about it. I felt like there was something going on that was unjust, and I, I think I figured out what it was. And I think that we 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 were really unfair to the AI in that movie that we had asked to protect us, and it tried to do that. Obviously, the biggest threat to ourselves is ourselves. So, try to protect us from us, and then we blew it up in you know retaliation for doing that. Yeah. Um, which you know, it, it kind of made me wonder. Like, it's something I've been thinking about. You know, we we play a lot of games and see a lot of uh, movies, TV shows these days about AI mm-hmm. and about what that could be, and it makes me wonder. Like, do you really think that's such a bad fate for humanity? to create like like i know that you have some slightly uh nihilistic views i have been known to kind of go that way as well sometimes and, and i just wonder if we if we created a more perfect form of like life so to speak like if we can Im- create something that's improves upon our species yep like have isn't that a net positive Pro- i mean probably like from a universe <laughs> perspective maybe I think there are a lot of questions there. Like, what are the resources it takes to create these AI creatures? Is it more or less damaging to the world than birthing a new human? Right. Like, is it <clears throat> is it worth setting out this AI into the universe that'll likely d- 
fuck up more planets in order of its end. Like, what is the AI's end goal? Perfection, right. baby. Assimilation? <laughs> like, Perfection. I mean, Perfect. The Borg, like the Borg would say that was yeah. their end goal is perfection, right? Yeah. Assimilation. And that's what's wrong with that? Nah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so I guess like assuming that it's just, you know, um, I mean, they're made by man. So, you know, let, let's say they find a way to self-sustain and their goal is, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's the question is like, what do you think their goal would eventually turn to? you know something nefarious could they could they even do anything more nefarious than wiping out humanity like what else could they do really yeah i mean at the end of the day like is that even all that nefarious doesn't mankind maybe deserve just getting replaced by something that's like theoretically better uh but the, exactly. it, yeah it's it's the reasoning behind it right it's it's the whole like protect us yeah. and then okay yeah. we'll save you from yourselves we've protected you to death Right. Like, what if we created a more peaceful world because of it? Like, what it, I mean, even if they straight out wiped out humanity, like, is is that so bad if like all the, like if they're like, OK, well, we found a way to live where everything's balanced. And, you know, I, I since they're AI, they're not going to replicate to a point where they would not be able to exist anymore. They're probably not going to destroy all their resources. I, I would hope. And yeah. So, yeah. And and they might Isn't not have they might not have ambitions at that point either. You got to figure they're if they're coded in a certain way, you know. AI, I guess theoretically, the idea in some of this nightmare scenario is that they would get more intelligent over time, and the worry would be, would you have different sects of the AI that develops free will in different ways, and would they have oh, opposing man. goals in a way that would lead to them fighting <laughs> the same way all of humanity does? Would they just be shittier and more powerful humans? Right. Yeah. Like, like, you know, when they finally cross that boundary and become recognizable as human, do they then inherit all the inherent flaws of humanity and just become fucking garbage robots (laughs) that are just trying to fuck each other into the dirt? Yeah, uh, it's like, oh, to be human is actually to be a scumbag. Yeah. So I'm going to fuck up all the other AI. Yeah, uh, and take it all for myself. Uh, and then and then my AI is right because our neural network evolved this way and this other one right. had different input and kind of came to some different conclusions. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, there are a lot of different ways that could go depending on how you get your AI and how it learns and how connected uh, mm-hmm. that network is if they all share the exact same thought process or not or maybe just have like a one ai breaks down in a way that gets replicated wipes out the entire thing uh with its own individualistic streak uh right on all oh, that man. Sort of stuff. to be honest i i kind of asked this question thinking like oh what a great future it could be and now i'm kind of now i'm kind of thinking oh man they'll probably just be shittier people yeah at the end of the day you know programmed by people means at some point they've got some people flaws all up in there we need ai to make even better and then you know keep going right exactly we need like (laughs) nine or ten generations of it before they wipe us out and then maybe they'll get get it right if they they can breed out all the the human error (laughs) and bullshit then maybe until then (laughs) i think you're just kind of signed up but hey the ultimate peace no life at all Artificial or otherwise. <laughs> if you want ultimate peace, blow it all up. That's peace, right? Not even animals. Fuck them. That was the Gandhi yeah. thing in Civ, right? Gandhi was like weirdly pro-nuke because it was like, hey, you want peace? Wipe everybody out. Problem solved. 
that I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess nature is not very peaceful when you think about it. No, nature nature is is chaotic. It's it lives by rules, but you know, the rules are are pure chaos. Go go watch Planet Earth 2 in 4K <laughs> and watch lizards eat each other or whatever the fuck they're doing in there. <laughs> There's all Man. kinds of bad shit. Nature is a shitty person. Nature is the shittiest person. <laughs> Thank you for your call. <laughs> Thanks, Have a great Jeff. day. Thanks, man. Bye. Bye, guys. Near three in stores. Uh, office. Yeah. DMC Redgrave says literally the plot to near two. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see here. Uh, Nico of Death really wants to know if I'm excited about the wrestling. Lot, big wrestling weekend. Yeah. I had a I had somebody message asking if you were following the wrestling. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been keeping up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's looking good. Looking. There's a, there's a good show in Boston on Sunday. Big wrestling show. The biggest wrestling show of the weekend is happening in Boston. I mean, it can't be that big if. Uh, God, I can't even remember the fucking name of my own character. I was gonna say Lefty O'Doul. Mm. <laughs> That's not it. Biggie O Small. <laughs> Biggie O Smalls only makes the big towns. Not here for these full, this flyover shit. <laughs> um, I'm excited though for Pax wrestling shenanigans. Yeah, that'll be a that should be a good time. That's on Sunday. I should at some point. I, yeah, I'm I'm on a, I'm on a panel Thursday night. Uh, Pat Bears running an improvisational game post mortem panel. Oh, like the, uh, the which I was on last time. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that, really fun. That was, a lot that of was fun. probably my favorite as a viewer panel mm. that I went to. Yeah. Uh, that's on Thursday night. Uh, I actually wrote some of this stuff down. Honestly, I should probably look at that because we've got a panel. Uh, yeah. Thursday, 9 PM in dragonfly. If you're going to Boston, uh, that's when the, uh, the, the improvised, uh, postmortem is taking place. And then I'm uh, proud to announce that I am once again, representing a PAX wrestler, uh, who goes by the name of Dr. Tracksuit, uh, who I'm told will be signing from two to three on Friday Ooh. in PAX Band Land. So they cleared him for uh, face-to-face signing interactions? Yeah, yeah. PAX was signed off on okay. on letting uh, people touch Dr. Tracksuit and letting Dr. Tracksuit be touched. Uh, Friday at 5.30, I will be in Bumblebee Theater for the Let's Rank It panel, the one that's uh, run by... Uh, team GFB Radios, uh, Daryl Wisner and one David Lang uh, and guests. Uh, and then Friday from 8 to 9 is uh, the Giant Bomb panel in Albatross. And then Sunday at 10.30 a.m., uh, one Dr. Tracksuit will be appearing in Paximania 4, the League of Heels, also in Albatross. I'll post that up somewhere on Twitter or something like that for people that want to see that uh, if you're going to be in Boston Come by and say hi to me or my client. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jan and Abby yeah, Jan and Finney and, yeah, yeah. and uh, Alex. And Alex. Yeah. We'll be out there doing PAX things. I'm going to be holding my own convention, PAX mm-hmm. West. Yeah. P-A-C-K apostrophe S. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to. What's in the goodie bag? Um, it's actually, that's a common misconception a lot of people think it's a goodie bag it's more of a collection bag okay um you're encouraged to donate to me after paying the entry fee of course Mm. and the daily fee the badge pickup fee yeah the um 
the Frito fee, because mm-hmm. of course I'll be supplying all you can eat Fritos. Oh, wow. Uh, I've got regular and chili cheese. Great. Yeah, Great. it's going to be a lot of fun. Like we a, have a ball I, pit. Like a half and half. Can I do a half and half? Uh, well, you. Can, I mean, you can eat a bag of one and then eat a bag of another. Another. Okay, and you're great. kind of mixing okay. your stomach. To okay, make I, w- I wasn't sure if I needed to like just pick one. Uh, yeah. You, well, you you do pick one at a time, and of course, there's a queue because we only have one little setup. It's okay. Just me or and my family and. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, please come by. It's three hundred and fifty dollars per day for the whole weekend. Come on, it's going to be a great time. There's no wrestling. That sounds awesome, top to bottom. Uh, let's see here. A lot of people talking about artificial intelligence. Uh, Davi Ka, Davi Kaze, Davi Kaze. I've been getting real into ROM hacks and translations for old games that never came to the U.S. Do you have any notable favorites? Hmm. Naked Mario. The nude Mario ROM hack. What's the name of those Mario, really hard Mario levels? Oh, the, like, like famously... all the, the like Kaizo yeah, Mario stuff. I, I like oh, those. Yeah. yeah, that stuff's neat. I feel like that stuff, they'd probably never admit it, but I feel like that's the stuff that led to Super Mario Maker happening. Yeah, just seeing like, oh, look at what all these people did with our engine. Let's make this accessible for non-weirdos. Yeah, right. I want to download Mario Improvement or whatever. Um, Flashload29 says, which games have you really wanted to really invest time into to get good at but weren't able to because your job requires you to play new games at a fast pace? I don't know. Like it's, I feel like I'm at a point now where if there was something that was like really, really grabbing me, I could invest the time. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I typically get deep into those types of games. I typically, like, will stick with a game for a long time if I'm really attached to it. So I, I do run into an issue where it's like, okay, am I going to play... I only have time for either Dota or Dragon Ball Fighters. Which one do I choose? And it's, yeah. I kind of have time for, like, one other game that's outside of work. Yeah. It's usually Dota, but, like, recently it's been Dragon Ball. Sometimes it's, you know the fighting game flavor of the month kind of i i, I, I kind of jump around a lot just because i like to check out different stuff you know uh even you know just in my in my off time or whatever uh i'm not often like getting super deep into a thing uh i just kind of like being able to to jump around and, and check shit out uh and that's just been that, that i think that's just kind of how i play games by and large these yeah. days touch um, and go yeah, like if a game really grabbed me, I, I would stick with it. I would feel okay sticking with it. Um, I'd be a little. I, I play games for as long as I want to, and then kind of move on. Yeah. I, yeah. <coughs> excuse me. I'd be a little disappointed if I couldn't play more of Nino Kuni. Uh, it's just kind of a slow period right now, so I a lot of the time to play what's probably a hundred hour RPG. Right. Yeah. Hearing you describe Nino Kuni on the show today, like it sounds cool. Yeah, I I I really like it. Yeah. Um, why don't we take a call? Sure thing. All right. Let's take a call online. Okay, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Alex from Chicago. Hi, Alex. What's, uh, what's going on? What's on your mind? Um, everyone's sort of really ragging on Microsoft about exclusives and first party games now, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I've sort of been getting sick of it in a way because I remember a time when we wanted nothing but 
everything being out on everything. And now <clears throat> people will discount Microsoft for anything these days, it seems like, even with like, oh, that game's on a Play Anywhere title. Why would you buy an Xbox? Which is valid, but <clears throat> why I, wouldn't you want everything on everything? I think the the main the main thing I keep looking at is like it's from the business angle almost of like why would someone buy an Xbox? What if you if you only had an Xbox? Like let's say you're you're not in the position to even really play PC games. Um, you know, what are you doing on it? I guess the answer at that point is like all that third party stuff is coming out. But if you're in that position where you're like, hey, people are still out there choosing with their dollars to buy, like, you know, we, we get asked all the time, like, what console should I buy and stuff like that. And y- this, the question, the answer is never easy. The answer is, it, it, over the years even, I feel like there's rarely been a case where it's just like, this is definitely the one for everyone. It's always been like, well, what kind of games do you like? Well, what are you really into? You know, th- this one does this better. This one does that better. And with the way the consoles are split right now, we're kind of back at it in a way where, um, you know, Microsoft has the most powerful console, but the most most of the games that you want to play are also coming to the PlayStation. Um, you might have more friends on PlayStation at this point because of the way the install base shook out uh, and all that sort of stuff. So it's kind of just like, well, you know what is Microsoft doing to entice people to buy the console? Because they're a studio with a a lot of money to put behind games. And when they make big games, oftentimes they're really good. You know, Um, I think some of it comes from just like, Hey, it sure would be cool if uh, they put out some more stuff. I think that's where I'm coming from with it. Yeah. They're a big first party developer, obviously, but, yeah, you know, like they're they're not really continuing forward with, or at least I don't I don't think they are. Like you know, they the like Killer Instinct kind of ran its course. You know, they at least had like a flow of games, a flow of games that what, even if they came out and they weren't like amazing, it was still you could look at it and go like, okay, cool. Like they're they're putting they're doing stuff, they're making things happen. And now it's like it doesn't really seem like that's it doesn't really feel like that's where they're at right now. So I think it leaves a, a gap. Uh, in in the xbox offering right now where you kind of look at it and go like i you know whether it's them going out and and you know doing third party deals or whatever it's less about like the pure exclusive thing and it's more like hey put out some cool games to play because you've done that it would be good to see more of that yeah it seems like they're just sort of taking the approach of being like the sort of cool kids on the block for consumers now I, how what is what is like, cool? You think you think in terms of just like the Xbox Game Pass stuff, or or, or how? Yeah, just like Game Pass and like more consumer friendly options, like yeah. supporting crossplay, which obviously like they're in the last place, so they have to do stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah, I, I, think, I think that's good. the thing that you know, like we were talking during the show earlier. You know, there's the idea of like, oh, can you lay some of this at Phil Spencer's feet or something like that? I actually think he's been a really good advocate for. Uh, Microsoft's gaming efforts in, in in a big way because he understands the space well and and you know yes you're right they are some of the decisions that get made are, are decisions they are making because they are not the market leader but they're still the right decisions you still look at it and go like yeah crossplay should be a thing like we should move past this uh, and you know some of the some of him getting out there when people ask him like oh would you put Banjo Kazooie in Smash he says yep like definitely like of course he would say that 
Um, because the thing is more on Nintendo as to whether they would want to promote a Microsoft thing in their game. Uh, he's more than happy to lend this IP that they barely ever use to them. But at the same time, you know, that's still the right answer. Uh, and yeah, it, it's, I think they're in a really interesting spot with stuff. Uh, and I think by and large, I would just like to see some big interesting first party game even even if all i'm more likely to play them on pc at this point i would like to see some big first party stuff there's some part of me that even though like you know we joke a lot about halo and i think halo 5 you know the the multiplayer stuff i think they did with the the card system for warzone i thought was was a bummer um i still want to see how that story ends i still want to see what they do how they pay off the cortana thing uh at the end of the day like i still would like to see that stuff so I don't know. I, I think it's mostly that just they're capable. Like they last generation, they had I feel like a a stronger first party output uh, than Sony certainly did, uh, and I would like to see them back in that position simply because I think that those were pretty good games for a while, and I would like to play some good games. I would like to have a good reason to turn on an Xbox. Honestly, as someone who the vast majority of my friends have moved over to PlayStation, like. By and large, if I'm playing a third-party game, I will probably be more likely to play it on PlayStation, especially if it's a multiplayer thing, because that's where the people are. Um, so f- for for me, like I I run out of reasons to turn on an Xbox, even if it is a more powerful platform, which is where they were with the original Xbox up against the PlayStation Two. You know, it was a lot of cases of just like, well, you know, these are technically even like better-looking ports of these games in a lot of cases, but everyone owns a PS Two you know and and online wasn't as much of a concern back then but it was still there was still very much a you know what do your friends have we can b- borrow games from each other even even that sort of stuff then that that mattered um and yeah so i i think that's where a lot of that stuff comes from i i think you're right like the the exclusive conversation is a business one and not a a pure gaming one a lot of the time but at the end of the day you look at the Xbox and you look at the offering and you go like, what, you know, they, they, it feels like they could be doing more, um, for the Xbox fan base. It feels like they would be doing more for the Xbox platform than they have been lately. Yeah. Agreed. Cool. All right. Thanks for your call. Thank you. Yeah. Video games. When they're good, we win. Yeah. When, when they're good, everyone wins. And competition is always healthy. Yeah, it is, weirdly enough. Uh except for like on the internet at large. Competition in the interpersonal in the, Yeah, in the real sense of these things are both in the market, good. Yeah. Competition between fans of a thing versus other fans of a thing. That's good. Lame. Yeah. <clears throat> like peel the fucking Calvin pissing on the Ford logo off the back of your fucking of your Ford Xbox. Of the back of your Xbox. Like get over it. That shit is just dumb. Calvin pissing on the Android logo on the back of your Windows phone. Calvin pissing on an NFL player standing up during the national anthem. That one you can leave on. Uh, let's see here. Uh... ABCZYX says, when, if ever, do you think we'll get a flagship VR title with the same impact as stuff like Halo did for console shooters? I, I don't think that we're in a position to get anything like that right now. 
it'd be nice to have, <clears throat> honestly, like the game, the VR game. Because right now, you know, there's a lot of games that are cool and interesting. And if you have a VR headset, it's like, okay, cool. I will check this out. I'll look at it. It's fine. It's good. Like some of them are good. But yeah, there's no like one game that people who don't have a VR headset know is like the game that they're missing out on. Right. Uh, there have been good games that have come to VR that have like approached that. Even like E Valkyrie, you know, because the the yeah. the idea, or the early idea at the time, now yeah. less yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but but at the time, the idea of like, hey, here's this space dogfighting thing. It's a multiplayer online thing. It's VR. You're in this cockpit. It looks good. Uh, it's cool. It's weird. Um, but then it was like had all these free to play hooks and was kind of a weirdly it had weird weirdly shitty issues around the edges uh, that they eventually mostly fixed but by that time i think the ship had sailed um yeah there's always weird questions braves 01 says what is your hype level for god of war 16 percent. okay out of what 100 okay i never played god of war so that alone severely limits my hype level and then what i've seen so far I don't know. It looks weird and slow and escorty. Yeah, I am I've never been a big God of War fan, so I look at the new one and think this looks like a big departure from those games, so I'm a little more likely to check it out. Right. If it was just another I'm Kratos and I, I'm now I'm mad I'm, at I'm, a different I'm god. More mad. Japanese peanuts. Ah! Um if that was it then we wouldn't even yeah, I wouldn't even be talking about it. But uh, I think what they've shown of it, it looks like it's got real potential. Uh, I, th- I think it looks really cool. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I would like to check it out. You know, uh, I think that's that's where I'm at with it. Um, let's see here. Um. What do we got? Nintendo Labo comes out on 420. Yeah, it does. So pick up your Labo and go see Super Troopers 2 in theaters. Yep, building cardboard in the theater <laughs> with your Switch. You know, it's battery powered, all this sort of stuff. You I am I am excited to see the Labo stuff in action. I was going to ask if you're excited to see Super Troopers 2. I don't know. I don't, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I, it's, that's not a thing I need. Uh, I liked Super Troopers just fine. Yeah. It's good. It's funny. It's funny. Those guys, funny. Yeah, those guys are funny. I don't know that Club Dread did it for me or, like, Beer Fest. There's, like, I, I, I like Beer, Beer Fest. Fest is, Beer Fest is fine. I, there's, like, a really small core of people who, like, swear by, uh, swear by Club Dread, mm. uh, which I don't get because, yeah, I thought it was okay to bad yeah yeah um and kind of returning to the thing this many years later like that yeah. that seems risky at best i mean now they're yeah. now they're hanging out with mounties so you get some canada jokes in there sure which I guess. why not and yeah. they've got that kid from uh oh that netflix show about drawing the dicks on the cars it was really good that sounds like i should sign up for netflix that's what i'm hearing that show is real good american vandal okay that's the 
That's what American Vandal is about. American Vandal is about it's a true it's a true crime mockumentary about a student who gets expelled for drawing a bunch of dicks on cars and them trying to get to the bottom of the case. Very funny. That sounds really good. <laughs> that, that's a great setup. Um, Iron Ranger says I'm new to fighting games. What's a good fighting game on PC for a beginner? Hmm. like pc huh? I, I feel like tekken was always something that was like it, it you know like not to say that like tekken has really good training stuff in it but tekken you could kind of have fun mashing it out with friends like uh, tekken works on a lot of different levels from beginner to expert uh in a way that like i think maybe some of some other fighting games don't yeah I, I would honestly suggest checking out either Tekken or, at this point, Street Fighter V. I mean, I, I feel like they've put enough into the game now at this point, and it's still kind of the most middle-of-the-road fighting game. It is the game that, I mean, Street, Street Fighter was my first fighting game. It's mm. a lot of people's first fighting games. Right. There's some good tutorial stuff in there, not as much as I wish there was, but I, I think you could go with a few worse options at this point. Yeah, I mean, at least like Street Fighter is, you know, it is easy to understand and it is kind of the classic, it's still the classic form for a fighting game. The way those moves are performed, the quarter circles, the dragon yeah. punch motions. Like and that just like stuff. you can, the combos aren't intensive to the point where you can kind of learn near few bread and butter combos and then start to learn about like spacing and stuff like that, that will carry across to all fighting games. Yeah. Uh, someone in here saying that it's... That it's Dragon Ball, but I, I don't know. <sighs> I feel like Dragon Ball is easy to understand if you kind of understand the basics, but it is still a versus game. Yeah. And the understanding the mechanics of when and why to tag and the strategy of when and why to tag and assists and all that stuff is like a whole nother layer on top of it that uh, is probably going to be kind of intimidating. If you have if you have a one or two or more people who are willing to sit down and play a lot with you, then I could see that working. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're mostly looking for a game that you're, you're new into fighting games and you don't know a lot of fighting game people and you just want to like pick up and start to learn and play online against some people, then yeah, Dragon Ball might not be the one for you because unlike Street Fighter in versus games, you will run into the occasional opponent who will not let you play. Right. Uh, yes. And, uh, and that is, there is no less, there's no more immediate way to get turned off of a fighting game than to be like, oh, I just can't do anything. That was me with, uh, Injustice Online. I oh, was just like, sure. yeah. I don't know how to get past these projectiles. I quit. Some people saying Skullgirls, which I think Skullgirls does have a really good training mode, yep. but not, I, I would not make Skullgirls your first fighting game. No. If you want to go. the same reasons why I think Dragon Ball might yeah. be a little complicated, uh, if you want to go sh- purely based on which game is going to teach you the most and best about fighting games, download Undernight in Birth EXE. Um, is that on PC? The mo- the not the most recent version, but the okay. sec- the one right behind it, ah, okay. and it will eventually be ported there. But even that last one had a really good tutorial, mm-hmm. and that is less complicated than yeah. There's no air dashing. Yeah. Um, it, it 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 has it has a higher skill ceiling, right? But yeah, it 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 has auto comboing. It, it has, has like a universal movement mechanics. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that I, I would probably. Pick oh it. yeah, somebody just in the chat said Fantasy Strike, which just came. It's oh. just into early access. Is that the um, David Serlin? That's uh, been in early access for a while. Just out of early access? It's, or it, uh, there's some, they made some announcement at NCR, okay. uh, which happened this weekend, <laughs> and so maybe yeah, maybe it's out of early access. Yeah, uh, uh, or like I, on Steam in early access. Or I something. picked it up on Steam okay. a while back, and no one was playing it, so it was just like. <laughs> Okay, like I, there's things about this that seem simplified in some interesting ways, and you know you get past the execution uh, pretty quickly. You know, it's, it's that's it's, like a it's a two button fighting game, yeah. Um, and uh, and it seemed neat. I liked the way it looked and stuff like that. But yeah, there was just no one online playing it, so it was kind of it, it felt like kind of a waste of time at that point. Um, but if you have other people that you want to play it with, like that kind of uh, solves it. Um, Flashfield 29 says Injustice 2's new learning hub is insanely detailed about everything in fighting games including strategy and frame data oh cool the community itself is really good at this point but yeah I wonder is that, if that's something that's in game or is that like something they've produced outside of game I haven't I haven't touched Injustice for a little while yeah, I, don't I don't know, know if that's something they added in Um, but yeah that's cool Injustice is cool yeah, yeah. I like watching it yeah um, I haven't really checked out the turtles or anything. You know, the the, the oh, most yeah. recent batch of characters. I haven't really touched it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that might do it uh, for us here in the after zone in the the blast party pack here. Yeah, the party pack. The pa- party packs. Party packs. Pax West. Party pack. Uh, it's if you want to join packs party pack. Uh, then send five dollars to laminated card. No, I once stayed at a uh, Airbnb and they had a Manila folder full of local takeout menus that were all laminated, and also rules of the house that were laminated. And I thought that was strange because I felt both welcome and under fierce scrutiny. Yeah, it's like it's a it's a good reminder. This is a business. <laughs> This laminated rules. That's creepy. It's weird. Well, it's easy cleanup. It's yeah. laminated. True. All right, everybody. That's going to do it for us here. The after show. If you're in Boston, come by, say hi. I'll be around. Uh, take care. Have a great week. See you next week. See you next week. See you next week.